The Temple Fuel Podcast is designed to provide inspiration, motivation, and a safe space for the woman trying to navigate through life's changes while on the way to her God-given destiny. My hope is that you leave each episode a little less tired and more inspired. Let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back. Man, it feels like it has been like months since my last episode. It's only been like a few weeks, but... Um, It feels like it's been forever, but welcome back. I hope you guys are doing well. Hello to all of my new subscribers. Hello to all of my um, from day one supporters. Appreciate you guys. Um, I know that you guys are enjoying the other episodes. I know that you guys have been blessed by the other episodes. Um, Appreciate all the feedback, all the engagement, all of the support, all of the love, all of it. I I appreciate it all. So I just want to say thank you to everybody, friends, family, um, virtual family, just everybody. I I appreciate you guys tremendously. Um, no listener goes, you know, um, unheard, no listener is ignored. Um, I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to speak to you. Um, the ears are, are, are critical. You know, what we allow in our ears is important and it's critical. So for you guys to give me your ear, and for you to keep giving me your ear, if you've listened to more than one or two podcasts, I don't take that lightly. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And yeah, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Um, so today's episode, it's the principle. It's the principle. Um, God has really been dealing with me for a while, kind of in different chapters and different sections on character and integrity, um, godly character and, and integrity, how to be like Christ. You know, um, we live in this world where the world will give you, you know, the world has has its standard. The world has its prerequisite or has its um, checkbox, you know, its checklist for lack of better words. Um, but God has been dealing with me. Um, like I said, if I were to describe it, kind of like in chapters or sections on character and integrity, godly character and integrity, what it means basically to be like Christ. Um, You know, we get a lot of examples of how to just be good. And I put my little air quotes up or how to be great. Um, But we don't get a lot, you know, I can't say we don't get a lot, but um, it's not as popular to hear about godly character. You don't have a lot of people just teaching how to be like Christ. Um, And so God has just been dealing with me on that, still dealing with me on that. Um, You know, what's not like God, what he's expecting from me as his child, um, what is discipleship, you know, um, what's, you know, showing me things in me that doesn't line up with his character. Um, showing me things that I didn't even know was there, um, you know, just just working in me and through me um, on how to have a godly character. Um, you know, God's word is packed with instruction on how to have a good, um, but most of all, godly character. It's loaded from Genesis to Revelations with instruction on how to be like God, which is uh, one thing that we're tasked to do along with uh, discipleship. So, Um, that's just what the Lord has been dealing with me on. And, um, I want to talk about this a little bit today and I want to be relaxed and talk about it. I don't want to be, you know, so I want to be, I do want to talk about that today, but first I want to give you the definition of character. Um, so character is defined as the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. It's the complex mental and ethical traits marking and often individualizing a person, group, or nation. 
one of the attributes or features that make up and distinguish an individual. And those are a couple of definitions of character kind of combined. And so I want to read that again. Character is defined as the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual, the complex mental and ethical traits marking and often individualizing a person, group, or nation. One of the attributes or features that make up and distinguish an individual. So that is the definition of character. And so today God told me to talk about the fruits of the spirit. And um, if you follow me on Instagram, if you know me, or just if you know in general, um, God's word, I've said it before, God's word doesn't stale out. And so, you know, if you're thinking, ah, I heard about the fruits of the spirit, I grew up learning about the fruits of the spirit, just, just hear me out. Um, the fruits of the spirit is a good place to start. It's a good basis on how to have a godly character. Um, so remember, we've been talking about this over and over. Don't make it too hard. You know, things don't have to be too deep. Um, fruits of the spirit is a good basis on how to have a godly character. It's a good, a good set of instructions. Doesn't require, you know, to start. Doesn't require the Holy Spirit. Doesn't require any long teaching. Doesn't, just a good place to start is looking at the fruits of the spirit. So we're going to read Galatians 5. And the fruits of the spirit are mentioned in 22 and 23. But I'm going to go ahead and read down um, to 26. So this is Galatians 5, 22 through 26. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. So I want to talk about when your identity is rooted in Christ, you begin to bear the fruit of love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, goodness, excuse me, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. When your identity is rooted in Christ, you began to bear the fruit of love, joy, peace, and so forth. And so, of course, there's work that has to be done. You know, we're pushing out that carnal nature, nature and accepting God's spirit. And so, of course, work has to be done. However, when your identity, when you're identifying, when you're raising your hand and saying, I belong to Christ, you should begin to bear those fruits. You should begin to bear those fruits. Um, so this is why I'm going to include a couple more scripture in there. Um, this is why Jesus left us scriptures um, like this, Galatians 5, 22 and 26, that help enhance our character and help us to become more like Christ. So 2 Timothy 1, 6 and 2 says, for this reason, I remind you to fan into the flame, fan into flame, excuse me, the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. For the spirit of God, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love and self-discipline. I'm going to read that again. Second Timothy one, six and two. For this reason, I remind you to fan and to flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands for the spirit of God gave us for the spirit. God gave us, excuse me, does not make us timid, but gives us power, love and self-discipline. 
Then we have Proverbs, and I'll go into this a little bit more, a little bit, a little bit later in the episode, but Proverbs 27 and 17, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And 1 Corinthians 9 and 27, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. And so what we're doing is we're working on bringing what we should be doing as believers. One thing we should be doing, let me be clear, is working on bringing this flesh under subjection. And when I say flesh, I'm just talking about the carnal nature that's not like God, that bucks against the grain, <laughs> for lack of better words. Um, the carnal nature that's not like God. Um, your will that Jesus will never try to control for you, but he gives us free will. And this is our, that's our fleshly nature. That's our fleshly nature that we try to get under control through the working of the Holy Spirit um, and submitting ourselves to God. It, it helps you, but you're able to gain control via the Holy Spirit. Sorry if that was tongue tied, <laughs> but the flesh again. So flesh, when I mention flesh, I'm talking about the carnal nature that's not like God. Um, it's your will, basically, that Jesus will never forcefully try to control. You know, you have to give over control. You have to relinquish that control, but he will never force himself on you. So it's that carnal nature that will always be there, that we are always fighting. Um, but, but you can gain control. You can help gain control via the Holy Spirit. And... Um, Maybe go into the Holy Spirit later in another episode. I don't want to. I'm not going to elaborate too much there, but um, that's that that carnal nature. And so, if you're wondering at this point, you know what do I need to do to um, help myself have more of a godly character? Where do I start? Just give give me something simple. This is a 15 minute podcast. <laughs> you know, you give me 15 minutes in the car. What do I need to do to help myself have more of a godly character uh, without making this too complicated? And step one, I would say get real get real, get real with yourself. Um, essentially you need to have an honest moment with yourself. And I know this has been a tip for many in many different podcasts, but I do believe if you are not honest with yourself, there's no work that can be done. Whether you are a believer, you're not a believer, no matter what you're doing, if you don't get real with yourself and look at the man in the mirror, there's no help. There's no change. There's no adjustment. Even if there's no help needed, there's no progress that's going to happen if you don't get real with yourself. So step one to help us have more of a godly character, to get in line, just some simple steps to start is to get real with ourselves. To get real with ourselves that hey, I may not be so great, or maybe there's something you know, maybe I could do better. Maybe I am great, but I could be even greater. <laughs> That's getting real with ourselves. Um, another thing we need to do is talk to God. Talk to God. We got to just open our mouth. Yes, he knows all. He knows our heart. He knows what's brewing in our mind. He does. He does. The word tells us that he does. However, he wants to hear it from you. He wants, that's a part of a relationship. If you think of an intimate relationship, um, I say intimate first because everybody feels, you know, everybody can, can relate to that, but any kind of relationship, if there is a breach in communication or if communication is not there in any relationship, then the, the relationship ain't going to go far. You know, if you don't have successful communication, especially if you have no communication at all, the relationship is not going to be able to, pro you know, prosper. It's not going to go well. It's not going to go far if there's no communication. So second thing you have to do is talk to God. The third thing you need to do is yield to God. 
And I separated this specifically um, for a reason, because after talking, you have to be prepared to give, give yourself over to God. You have to be prepared to now say, you have my ear, Lord. You have to be prepared to say, okay, Lord, what's next? You have to be prepared for that. So it's not enough to just talk. You know, if you talk, 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 if you're always talking, you're not going to be able to hear anything. I don't care how great of a multitasker you are. <laughs> and I feel like I'm a good multitasker. You got to be able to stop talking for a minute make some eye contact, open up your ears so that you can hear. So talk to God. You want to make sure that you yield to God. And I got ahead of myself on my fourth one. And I got ahead of myself on that fourth one. Um, but you want to make sure that you listen to God. Um, so it's one thing to talk, talk, talk. It's one thing, you know, to yield. Yielding is leaning in. Think of yielding as leaning in. I, I'm submitting. I'm ready to go. I'm open. You know, if you you can't talk to an open, you can't talk to a person who's not open. You know, if they're not open to hear you, if they're not open to go, if they're not open to stay, then you can't get nowhere. So think of talking, of course, is talking, yielding is leaning in and then listening to God is making sure that you hear him. You want to make sure that your ears are open, that you recognize the voice of God. It's important to um, recognize the voice of God. Those are, those all needed to be separate. Talk to God, yield to God, and then listen to God. Make sure that you clearly hear his voice. Um, one way that, um, well, two ways. I, my pastor a long time ago had mentioned um, one way that you know that you're hearing from God is if it's an idea that you weren't thinking of before. So simple, you know, something that you weren't thinking of before. Now, we're not talking about killing or anything devilish or demonic. Um, I'm talking about, you know, something that you weren't thinking of before that's good. <laughs> you know, something that lines up with God's word, which goes back to you got to be reading his word. You got to know his promises, what he is, what he's talking about. So that's another that's a little snippet there, but um, it goes back to, you know, making sure that um, you can, you hear God, that you recognize his voice. And like I said, one way that my pastor mentioned, it stuck with me forever is, um, and it helped me out, you know, in um, the beginning of my journey when I was really, you know, wanting to make sure that I was hearing God and that it wasn't just a good idea that I had because God gives us wisdom, you know, he makes us smart, um, but I don't want my smarts. I want God, I want you know, specific instruction from Christ, especially when you're asking about specific things, you want to know specifically, I don't want a good idea. I want to know exactly what you're saying about this Lord. And so that's one way um, is an idea that you weren't ever thinking about. And I, I would say pair that with reading your word and, and his voice will begin to become more audible and loud um, because God is not going to speak outside of his word. It's going to be found in his word. It's going to line up with his word. So that's why it's important to know your word and read your word and get that word in you. It's very, very important. And then another way, and God still deals with me this way, um, you know, you begin to feel a little bit of that uneasiness or that nervousness when you're prompted to do something. At least I do. But it's a, a good, easy unnervousness. But it's like I get warm and just certain bodily things <laughs> will happen. That sounds so crazy. But certain bodily things will happen that I know, oh, this is not just the idea that I'm excited about because I get excited about things and you know you can be excited about things and, and want to do things um, but there's other indicators that come when I know that it's God prompting me you know to do something when it's the Holy Spirit prompting me it's the the feeling is different um, and so um, I want to encourage you to make sure that you recognize the voice of God in your life. Make sure it's not your friend or just, you know, a pastor or a religious leader. Make sure you know the voice of God in your life because you're going to need that. You need to have your own relationship and be able to hear God for yourself. Um, so get real. 
talk to God, yield to God, listen to God. Then the next one is who's pouring into you, who's pouring into you. Um, so we talk about a lot about your circle and who you are around and what you're listening to and what you're engaging in and um, who's pouring into you again, just follows right in line with that. As far as, again, our focus is, you know, how do I develop more of a godly character? Um, who are you around? Are you around people that care to be around to be like God? Excuse me. You know, are you around people that that care to be? Like Christ, you know, I, we realize that everybody we hang with, everybody we know, engage with, you know, isn't going to be a Christian, isn't going to care about being like Christ. But I'm talking about your core people, who you spend the most time with, who you call, you know, call the most, who you hang on the phone with, who you text the most. Do they care about being like God? So that's something you have to examine. Examine your circle, who's pouring into you and who you're pouring into. But for the sake of the, the pod, this podcast episode, who's pouring into you? Because whether you know it or not, you are being poured into. Um, you are being poured into. So I will leave that alone. And then the last but not least, um, check-ins and accountability. So what do I need to have more of a God-like character? Check-ins and accountability. Um, a church home helps us have check-ins and accountability. Um, we're not talking about somebody coming up to you, asking you where you've been and saying, come to a church every day, all day. That's not, that's not what I mean. I'm talking about people that, um, good godly leaders that look, you know, look after your soul, uh, can discern and tell if something's off about you, you know, praying with and for you and, and fasting with and for you and can discern if there's something off um, that are looking after you. Um, these are your, this is your check-in for lack of better words. This is your accountability. Um, so in order to have more of a God-like character, we need the check-ins and accountability. We need it. It doesn't make you less grown. It doesn't make you less mature in the faith. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that. It's just called that iron sharpens iron. Remember that scripture that I read um, further up, Proverbs 27 and 17? As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We need to be sharpened. There's no nobody's exempt from needing to be sharpened. We live we live in a fallen world. We all need some some sharpening. We all gonna need some help and accountability. So don't feel like you weak or you should be here. Or you should be there. We all need some sharpening, um, and that's where that check ins and accountability really will help you um, and help me and help us. Um, that's where that all comes in. So. It's good to have checking and accountability. We hear checking and accountability like with finances more so. We hear it with fitness and things like that. But no, checking is an accountability for our soul, for our spirit. It's not somebody getting in your business. It's not somebody trying to judge you or check you. You'll you'll know if you know where people's intentions are. Um, but we can't. We got to stop pushing people away that are trying to keep us accountable and um, help us. Really help us. You know, there's some people are not confrontational. They're not gonna say something. But you got others that's gonna be like something seems off are you okay you know so let's not push those people away we need you know we need a, a good balanced set of people but um those are my points so again what do i need to do to get to have more of a, a christ-like character just some simple points to start get real get real with yourself talk to god yield to god listen to god who's pouring into you and check-ins and accountability I really, really love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I know you're going to be blessed by this podcast and I will see you hopefully soon.